Ballers in God. You are listening to the Ballers in God podcast, sponsored by 316 Club. Hello, everyone, and we are back with another Ballers in God podcast. Guys, it's been a while. It has been a while, but we have not left you hanging. We've been giving you a load of big team talks. I hope you guys have been enjoying that. And today, we are back with another Baller in God pairing up the Premier League. We love to see it and we can't, oh, can't wait to get in this one because it's going to be a really interesting one indeed. Before we introduce our honourable guest and our wonderful co-host, we are sponsored by 316 Clove, the best place to get the most fashionable clothes on the planet. And you know what, guys? Go go over to that Instagram page. Go 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 follow them. Go buy some clothes and look fresh. Because even though the summer is gone and the UK weather is back, it can't stop you from looking good. You know what I'm saying? So go over to 316 Clothes, get your clothes. And remember, it's not just a fashion brand. It's also a movement in Christ, where fashion and uh, Christ meet as one. So guys, go follow the movement, go support the page, and go get some fresh clothes. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast today. So first of all, obviously, we've got to introduce the co-host, Mr. Kenji Gore himself, living it fresh up in Qatar. How are you doing, my brother? Yes, KJ, we are back and we're back with another episode and I'm looking forward to diving deep into this one, brother. Hey, come on now, come on. Also, Kenji's been scoring goals out there, you know, just to let you know, he's doing his <laughs> thing, getting assists as well. So we love to see it, man. But today, we have got... A Premier League rising star, people. Like this, when I say this guy just came with a bang, he came, he was just lurking, he was marinated, and as soon as it clicked, goals left, right, and center. The Nottingham Forest goal machine. We are joined by the one and only Tyro Awoni. How are you doing, my friend? Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Good evening. Good evening, Kenji. Good evening, Mike. I'm fine. I'm fine. And you? I'm so happy to be here this evening. Hey, come on now. Come on. And guys, we just want to... You know how to start off these podcasts. Go smashing the like button. Smash that like button on the video. You know what I'm saying? If you are listening to this on Spotify, make sure you follow the podcast. Make sure you get to know every single time a podcast is uploaded. And same with YouTube. Every time the video is loaded, you need to know. So go and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. To, and just give a like for uh, Tyro being on the podcast. Come on now. Come on now. It's, 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 good, to, it's good to be here in the, in, in the presence of God talking football, man. Come on. What's the, be- the two best things on the planet? Um, just to get started, Tyro, listen. Premier League, round two. Forest, you, 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 you made it to the end last season. <laughs> And survived. How are you how are you feeling after the start of this season where you guys have been playing? You play some big teams, you put some big performances in, big results, and uh you guys have started off really well. Now, how are you finding your second season in the Premier League? Yeah, uh for me, uh as a player, that that's all you want, you know, that's all you've always wanted. Like started the season, things started going really quite well, like because if you started a bit shaky, you'll be like, What's happening again? But with the with the lads and with everyone, uh, obviously everyone knows how the how it ended for last season, and I think with the signing and everything, I think the team is getting 
more 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 competitive and that's just the key to the to the new new starting that we have in the season at the moment yeah no, i feel you and yeah you, not known forest when you guys came into the premier league last season you, lots of purchases um you being included in being one of them um and a lot of question marks of how it's going to work how it's going to get a gel steve cooper's got a lot in his hands it started off shaky but you guys find your groove towards the end and then you get uh you survive the premier league you stay in and then it happens again. Another big influx of players coming in. Um, as, as a player, now that you've experienced being brought in and then also seeing more come in after you as well, um, how do you handle that kind of big change in a, in a club and in a team? Like, Do you feel threatened or do you, feel, do you like, look over your shoulders like, this guy's good, I have to watch out for him? Or do you just take it, take it as it comes and, and enjoy yeah, for me, it depends on uh, each individual, to be honest. Like uh, last season, I knew like most uh, players will be actually like coming new. So that was why I joined with the plan and everything. And this season, I'm there last season and this is a new player comes in. For me, football, everyone knows is a game of competition. Like when it comes to your team, you just have to play for your team. So once you find yourself in the same team, the best you can do is just to like help your teammates as much as possible. But in the in the in the situation of who get on the field is the coach decision. But it has to do with what you do in training. It has to do with what you do outside the training as well. But for us, like as a team, like when we come together like that, for me, I see it more as a team. Then when it comes to the selection and everything, it's more of a competition, and mm -hmm. that's football. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And one particular um, signing that uh, the Forest made this year was a. Uh... Was fellow bowling god uh, Anthony Alanga, who's uh, he's also been on this pod. He was on this pod. Um, last wow, it's been so long, I can't even remember last <laughs> when Anthony year, was on, but yeah, I think it was last year, the start of last year. Um, when he was at Man United, he's come to Man United now, and already you two seem to have a good connection. Yeah, I think you've both assisted each other and scored with each other as well. So, why is it like playing with, with Anthony now? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the spirit works together, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. for me, like uh meeting Anthony, like uh he's a good guy, to be honest. You can you can see you can see the quest in him, you can see the 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 difference, you know, and that's that's the thing, that's what ballers and girls are for, that's what footballers in Christ are for. Like we kind of connect naturally. I don't know how, I don't know why, <laughs> but it just came in. We just kind of our oh, time, well, everything just like click, and it was literally, literally sitting just like uh, beside me. I would say so. Everything just like worked together for us as a as a team. To be honest, nah, we love that. Yo, Ken, have you? Do you love that as Bro. well when you just got a, a player that you just you just click? Bro, yeah. that is, you well. know what? That is just amazing to hear because that is, that's the spirit at work. You know, like yeah. we're, we're on assignments. We're obviously placed in certain environments in certain places for a bigger reason that we can ever think. You know, he's obviously playing at Nottingham Forest and um, and he's playing there. And there's obviously Alanga's just gone there. Anthony's gone there with him. And they're, they're there for a reason. You know, they're yeah. there big, and it's more than football. You know, and yeah. God's assigned them to be together. And, you know, when two when two or more are gathered and when two two are stronger than one, you know, and yeah. as they come together, there's going to be big breakthroughs. And I believe there's yeah. big things coming for you guys, man. So yeah. that is that yeah. is really, really encouraging yeah. to hear. Like, even for with me, my... Sorry, go on. Go on. To be honest, like, I saw Anthony and I was like, wow, what a guy. It's just like, just like that. Just like that. And that's, that's, that's Christian. That's Christianity, like, 
you can literally feel it you can literally feel the the difference and that's just i cannot if i tell you i, I can explain how we both like connect we go to each other like as if we've been living together for years yeah yeah we come in in morning i'm like <laughs> hey my guy Anthony, and that's just yeah. like the click for us you know to be honest yeah, but i oh, love that and then iron uh, as iron sharpens iron as so do we do with each other you know what i mean and that's mm. why mm. that's what i love so like i saw that coming i was like yes borders in god connect and i think um i think john said it to me as well he said those two those two are going to be a big part of what Forrest do this season. Just, just from now, you can see it already uh, that goal against Arsenal. Boy, I those are the goals that you love to see. Pace down the wing, and then you just making sure that you're the first player to get to that ball in the back of the net. Lovely, man. Absolutely lovely. Um, man, I right. I love to start this podcast already. Just the energy is great, man. Love the energy that you you're bringing, my friend. And I just want to get into. Like now, I just want to get to know you. I just want to. We just want to get to know you as 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 Tyro. You know, not just the the Nottingham Forest player, not just yeah. footballer, but Tyro the man. You know what I mean? So, so I just want to ask, like, what was it like growing up? Like you, you're from Nigeria. Um, mm. I can't pronounce where you're from, unfortunately. Um, yeah, if you yeah. Do have, that'd be great. Oh, uh, Kwara State, Ilorin. Okay, nice. Yeah. nice. So you're from Kwara, there. Kwara is the state, and Ilorin is like the capital. Okay, okay, yeah. nice, nice. So you're from there, growing up in Nigeria. Did like what was it like growing up there? What was your family like? What was your desire for football always there at a young age? Like, talk to me, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, for me, uh I grew up uh in London, like I said earlier, like I grew up in a Christian family. Uh my parents uh the most part in this church. The most and my dad literally gave birth to every of his children in the church. I don't know why, but everyone was born in the church. So I grew up with a family of six, and uh, me and my twin sister is the last uh, last of the family. And growing up, uh, it has always been God. It has because back then it's really really tough. It's really 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 tough. But but my dad, uh, he happens to be like a prison officer. He works, and uh, and my mom is like a, a trader. So they do everything possible to to send everyone to to school. Like for him, he has always wanted me to be a doctor. Like uh, I have to work hard for you to 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 be in school to be a doctor. But for me, going up is just all about football. Football, just playing on the street, and that's how it all started for me. As a, as a player and oh, that's, that's interesting yeah. like because we've had a few footballers uh uh on here some ballers and gone in here whose dads were also footballers as well or into sports as well so like kenji is, is one of those as well whose dad used to be a footballer so you have that natural progression as a young man into that but your dad was pretty much like he wants you to be a doctor so was there any <laughs> clashes at times where it's like i don't care about your football when you go to school <laughs> and, you, and you're gonna be doctor <laughs> yeah because uh because uh for him like my my elder sister like she is a nurse and i have another elder sister who is like a pharmacist so he want he want me to be like the doctor of the family <laughs> so uh like growing up it was like no no football so at times like uh we we do have the conversation like you have to go to school no football so luckily one day we're just playing on the street and uh we are like you know all the street football like mm -hmm. we get into the final and my dad came back from work really early i could not go so i was just sitting down there and 
a lot of the boys just came to the house like, no, you have to allow him to come out of the house today. So it was really, really, really tough. So he allowed me and uh, he followed He followed also to the stadium. And I came in, you know, this street football is not like proper competition, but yeah. you, you just came in late and you like treat the game and that's how it works. And after the game was like, everyone was like praising me and he called me out told me, I was like, okay, uh, maybe you can play the football, but we have to have come to an agreement like, if you're good in your school, if you have a good grade, then you go to football. But if not, no football. So that was like, for me and him, that was like, I have to make sure I had my my, my school result really, really top notch, then I can play football. So because of football, I do everything possible to make sure I pass in school. <laughs> hey, you know what, yeah, hey. The motivation, man, motivation. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so how old we? So, so how old were you at this point? How old? Yeah, from at this point, I was I started as playing since I was seven, eight because okay. I was in the nursery school then. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, wow. So you grew, so you grew up in Nigeria, um, you know, playing. And how did you? How did it that turn into you? You know, becoming a professional. You know, I know that that comes with such a journey. Um, you know, for me, I went to an academy. I went to Manchester United at, at a young age. But for yeah. you, you know, growing up in Nigeria, how did that look like for you? For me, like like I said, uh, I was uh, playing on the street. After all this local, local street tournament, like everyone was telling me, ah, you actually really good in it. I said, I love to play. I was just playing football for fun. I was just playing it because I love to play football. And I watched all these Premier Leagues. The only league I watched was Premier League. And uh UFR Champions League also the Barcelona yeah. so I don't really know much about other league than the Premier League so one day like I just wake up I said okay one Saturday morning like that I just walked down to like a secondary school that is close to my house and I see a couple of lads like they're just playing in a football shoes wearing nice jersey and it's totally different from what we had on the street so I walk up to them I'm like ah, can you please allow me to play with you so the coach said to me, no, this is not like a street football. Before you can play with us, you have to join us properly as part of the academy. So I was like, what do I need to do? Then he said, I need to get a form. Then he said, I need to have a football shoes. And I never had any of that. So <laughs> I went back home. And then there was this Christmas shoe, like your dad will buy for you every Christmas. I picked the shoe up. The next day I went there. So the coach said to me, you need to buy a form. I said, I have no money for a form. He said, okay, I'll, I will allow you to play for free. So I play with the shoe and the coach usually like, liked me and was like, wow, you're good. So that was why I joined the, the football academy. Then it was called like a brown star. So now the, the name is changed to Unicorn Football Academy. Yeah. So that was where it all started for me. So me and the coach and the coach is just like uh a father figure for everyone of us so we go there after school every morning uh, every evening so we train there we'll play so to make the long story short like literally every year they came with a copa coca-cola tournament in Ilorin. Mm -hmm. so it was tough because my dad moved away from where we live which is kind of close to the training ground so he moved to the airport side so it's like the outskirts of the of this of the state so it's kind of far to to the training pitch and i have to walk every day one hour to the training ground so oh, i wow. walk 
Yeah, I will work there every blessed day. And sometimes the, the coach, he will give me money for transport. And he also has a, like a motorcycle. Sometimes he will take me in his motorcycle and bring me back home every day. Sometimes he give me money. So that was this lucky day, like, <laughs> I didn't have money to go. So I was just at home. And the Coca-Cola tourna tournament is already, they already started the screening. The first year they came to Ilorin, they said to the coach, uh, we think Taiwo is good, but he's still very young. Maybe next edition will we'll we'll, we'll allow him. So next edition, they bring it to the field where I was playing, to my own training ground. So the coach ring me on the phone and said, every day you've been doing everything to come to training. Why are you not here? So <laughs> I picked my bag. It's, it just I just picked my bag. I walked down to training. Then I was picked from uh, from the tournament. So that was how it all started for me. And we have to like represent the state. So it was like a long, long, long screening process. So since at the end of the day, the old 36 state, the steam player was selected. And we have to like come to Chelsea. That was in 2011. We have okay. to come to Coburn in Chelsea for the mm -hmm. for the tournament. So we came to the tournament and we represent Nigeria. So it was really like a good tournament for us. I played, then we went back home again. So I went back to the uh, to the academy, continuing training, continuing doing all this work just to get money for for football shoes. So that was the turning point for me. When I look at the whole process of the of the of the screening, how I got selected, I know it is God, and that's that's me. So after that, I'm like I'm doing everything to become a professional football player. It doesn't matter how long it takes so i i was i continued training with the with the academy so at one point like uh i got joined to imperial soccer academy that is mm -hmm. also owned by an ex-international mr shayola from journal so i was just uh, in Lauren one afternoon as well so then i was I, I was like okay i said to my dad this period like okay dad i know you want me to be in school just find me money let me write the jump exam to go to school so, but that doesn't stop my football because I just finished my secondary school and you need to write the jam to go to university. So I said, he literally like, he lent the money for me to write the exam. So, and in my state, like for you to write uh, a jam at that age, you need like a big brother to register for you. Mm. You need someone to register the exam for you. So in the morning, I went to the person's house. It was not at all. In the evening, I went there again. It was not at home. So on my way coming back, I just got a ring from Imperial. Like, are you Taiwan only that played in the Copa Coca-Cola tournament? I said this. They said, there is an academy in Ogun State, Imperial Soccer Academy. Like, they, they would like to have you up for trial for a couple of weeks, if you don't mind. I went back home straight to my dad. I said, okay, dad. I just got a call from my football academy. They want me, can I use this money as a transport to go? So that was it for me. So I left. I le I left my city and I goes to Ogun State, which is like close to Lagos, where the academy is. And how I old were you here? How old were you? I was. I think then I was uh twelve, thirteen, thirteen, fourteen, twelve. Yeah. As I died. So I joined the academy. I did trial for for one week. I passed the trial. So I was in the academy. So I was always switching 
if the academy resume, I stayed with the Peria. If I go back to my state, I stayed with Unicorn Academy. So it's yeah. always the, the switching for me. So it was from there, I just got called up to the Nigeria National Under-15 team. From the Under-15, get to the Under-17, won the World Cup. That was, that was hey, come on. <laughs> that must be annoying. That must be mad. Under-17 World Cup champion on the Ballers and World Cup cast. Hey, we love that. We love that. We love that. We love that. You know, so, so basically, you... um. You almost spent the money to go into Imperial on doing an exam. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and if it wasn't for the guy not being there every time you knocked, you might have not been. Yo. Yeah. yo. That's crazy, God. though. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's mad. Yeah. Got his yeah. intention. Yeah. Very, very intentional. Uh, but, you know, the, the amazing thing about the whole story is it's not normal. Like, if you can't really, if, for me, I always say to people like, crisis everything. Not because we are on the bus cast, but this is the reality. Because the moment you can explain it, then it's no more God. Mm. You you literally like, can't be like, come up with a, you know, like something, there is something <laughs> there, there is something moving things. Because the whole story for me, like, Doing all the post, all this process, like I'm walking down to training for one hour, I'm singing praises, I'm just praying on the road. Sometimes crying, sometimes like I don't know what's happening, I don't know how is, how is it going to be for me, but I just know like one day, one way it will work out. Wow, wow, that's amazing! That's an amazing, amazing story. And so when you say that you just had that, you had to have that feeling and you just knew everything will work out and you're just on your way uh, back home singing and praising. Where did that faith and that base of faith come from? Um, was it, is that something that you grew up with and, and developed over time? Yeah, for me, like I said, my family is more like a Christian family. My, my, our firstborn, like, is like, he's a pastor. Mm. And my dad, everything for them is, and my mom, you have to be in church. So doing all those playing on the street, going to the academy, every Sunday, I have to be in the church. So for me, I'm just going as a young lad. I literally don't understand what's happening. I was just there every, every Sunday. And my dad would be like, you have to sit beside me. Because we want to go to the church, like, Okay, I have my friends. When we look at our parents, they're already praying. We'll sneak out. And my dad, you know, like, would just drag me beside him and, like, sit there and listen. So I would just be sitting there, sometimes upset, like, why do you always have to drag me to, to church? So for me, that was just how it started for me. So as time goes on, I started uh, praying on my own. And seeing my elder brother also, a pastor, then I have my sister also. My I, this my sister as well. Like she is a nurse. Like she is literally like she is good almost in everything she does. Mm. And the the best friend she has is a Bible. Mm. So she 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 is so intelligent. Like all her grade in school, she passed every time. In my family, she's like the only one that went to like a private school. So I always ask myself like I look at her like. Sometimes I'll look at her and I'll be like, what's happening? <laughs> so I really want to like know why everything works out for her that way. Yeah. So I found out like 
our best friend is just Bible playing church. So I kind of like, okay, let me also go into the process. Let me go into the process. When I see my brother, a pastor, let me also go into the process. So that was how it all started for me, gradually, gradually. So at the end, I started praying on my own, reading my Bible, and a lot of things started like turning, turning amazing for me. And that was just how it goes for me. Wow. I find that so, so interesting, you know, and I love to hear that, you know, that you can really see something in someone that you are missing. You know, like sometimes when you're looking, that's how I found it as well. I saw something in John. I saw something in my cousin. So that for you, it was your sister, but I saw it in my cousin. And I was like, that's there's something that she has that I don't have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Something yeah. that she had. And I was thinking like, well, what is that? Well, what does she do? Why does she live the way she lives? Why does she act the way she acts? Why does she do the mm-hmm. things she does? And when we really have that relationship for ourselves is where, and that's why it was so beautiful how you just shared that. Like mm-hmm. I can see myself in your yeah. process. Mm-hmm. And I know that the viewers are listening, that are listening can also see mm-hmm. that um, in their process as well. Um, but tell us a little bit more about these miracles that you that, yeah. that you saw. And tell us a little bit more about For that. Me, like, uh, there is so much testimony, so much I can share because it's something that has really, really happens to me. Like happens to me for real. Like when I first like uh, go to Chelsea, at this point, I just know like my parents always told me that I will go to church, read your Bible, look at my brother that is a pastor, look at my sister. I don't really know what is Christianity. I just mm. follow protocol. I just follow the family, like- The rules, so, yeah. yeah. Tradition, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so for me, like, when, when, uh, when, when the thing started like clicking in my head, like, is the way I got selected to the Copa Coca-Cola tournament in Chelsea from nowhere. They were, I, it was two boys that would speak for me, Lauren. So, like, going to Chelsea at that time, like, my dad said to me, I just make sure you put it, like, and I've already started watching the Premier League, like, I just, like, I said to myself, like, the moment I get to London, the airport, this is my, my greatest testimony. I always share it to people that always ask me, how did this, your faith, all of this, your Bible, your God of it come about? I said to them, like, as at this time, I just find myself in, in Chelsea, in London. And I said to myself, like, once I get to this country called England, like, I know, like, we're going to Chelsea. It was like a miracle for me. For the first time in my life, traveling out of Nigeria, I said, I get there and I come down from the plane. I was like, Okay, the first prayer I pray, like, God, I know you're there. I know, like, there's a lot of clubs in this country called England. I was like, I don't know. This is what I wanted to do as a, as a boy. This is all my life. This is what I wanted to become as a football player. I just said a little prayer, like, please, Lord, if one day I'm going to have a club, let it be a club from this Premier League. And that was it for me. I went back home. I don't, I've said this prayer like 2011. So growing up, like, got into the under 17, I was like, when they called me that I'm part of the under 17 team, like, it was like 
the last qualifier the team is also playing. The last, last qualifier. And for me, every morning, I already moved back to my to Elorin. I used to like jog all around the city just to like keep fit. Like I'm hoping that like, one day they will call me into the under 17 because the old boys is already there. So the last qualifier they want to play, I got a call. And that was why I play, I joined the last qualifier. So I came back. I was like doing my normal prayer, jogging and all that. So as at that time, like one morning, my man told me like, Clyro, when you're going for a jog this morning, just like put some money in your pocket in case you are tired. <laughs> just enter the car and go back home. I said, no, I will. I will do as I used to do. Like At one point, I got so tired. I was so tired. I was like, I should have bring some money with me just to enter the bike and go back home. Then, and it was early, early, early morning. Uh, you know, and in the morning, there is this rainbow that I used to, to show in the in the sky. I literally, like, I went down on my knee that moment, like, God, you see my heart, you see how tired I am. And I was like, this is just me saying my normal prayer, like, this is like a rainbow. And I remember the story of Noah in the Bible when the rainbow come during the rain. I was like, you said this, this is a sign for you in the Bible. I said, like, I just used that as a sign of prayer for me that day, like, just help me to be part of the under-17 team. Now. And I don't just want to be there as a symbol. I want to be there to make impact and help us to win the World Cup. So, and it happens. So these two miracles for me is something even I, I can never forget. So... Mm. The whole thing, like, that was the moment, like, and I started going into it, like, pushing, doing everything that I felt, okay. I've seen the light. I've really, really experienced the light. So that was how the miracles and everything keep on going in my faith, keep on making me to keep on pushing for, for Christ and keep on studying more about, about God, about God, about God. So that was why I know, like, sometimes it's not really normal. So that's just part of the story for me. Wow. That's, that's beautiful, Definitely. man. Beautiful. When God moves at a young age as well, so vividly, you can't not but stay on the path. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, yeah. In my opinion, you can't, man. It's like you, you just got to appreciate that that love that it has uh, for you all. Like, And guys, I hope you're enjoying um, the podcast so far. Remember to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, if you're watching, listen to this on uh, Spotify, make sure you you like the, the podcast and make sure you get your updates whenever this podcast goes live. Um, but yeah, Tyra, thank you for sharing um, those stories. And from from Nigeria, as a young man, you, you end up signing for, for Liverpool. Um, and then on, on, while you're at Liverpool, you get sent out on loan multiple, multiple, multiple times. And... Uh, Obviously, you you prayed that you'd get to play in the Premier League. So I, I'm guessing as a young man, you're like, yeah, I've made I've made it to a Premier League club. I'm here, but now you're getting shipped out everywhere. So you're kind of like, yeah, mine might be all over the place. So what was, when you was going through those loans, what was going through your mind at that point? Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, for me, like uh, this uh, this is the part they made. Like I understand, like serving God. Is not something you do just for the blessing. Mm. You have to serve him because he is God. Not because today you're scoring 
tomorrow you know today you sad tomorrow you you are happy you just you don't have to like differentiate one for for the other doing those loan like for me you know like i said i said i want to be a liverpool i want to be a premier league player god signed in liverpool i was so happy i was so glad like wow my prayer come to pass like then all of a sudden i found myself going on loan things are not really how i wanted it to be so for me it was really tough it was really 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 tough sometimes you ask yourself questions that you can't even answer so for me i felt really at the same time i see it as a learning process yes guys if it seems like the conversation is disjointed it's because i had some technical issues but we are back we are back and uh <laughs> and and tyler will finish uh what i was saying what you're saying beautifully as well like i was really i was really interested in that but yeah loan moves loan moves tyler loan moves um so yeah you're you're, you're going through them um yeah. you're, you're feeling like this is not what you wanted but what kept you in that moment yeah for me uh like you said like having signed uh, a professional football contract like this is what i wanted to do like I found myself going on loan and it was my first time in uh in Germany. Like the the first team I went to, we got relegated. So like I don't really play play much as well. Then uh I was hoping like with the hope of okay, one day I'll get the work permit to play in England and it has never like happened. So for me, the only thing that keeps uh that keeps me going is just I've always knew like okay. There are situations where things will not really be what you wanted. And just keep going. Just keep getting on at it. And my greatest strength is just my believing God. Not because we are on the podcast and saying it out to the world. Okay, let me say it. But this is the reality. This is something that really, really happens to me. That Because I'm alone in Germany, like FS4 Farm for the team got relegated. That I met a brother as well in Nigeria. That he he, he sees everything as this time, and he is someone that also believes in God as well. He will come to the training ground. He will pick me. He will just look at me. He will tell me, "Hey, let's go home. Things will be fine." He just like tell me like, "I believe in God, and I have to tell you, things will be fine for you. One day you will go back to that Premier League. Just keep getting at it. Just keep doing what you're doing, and." I just go to my house, pick my Bible. I'm alone. What do I have to do after training? I'll just read through all the Bible. I'll start from Genesis all the way to Revelation, the whole season. It's like, for me, I don't know how I keep doing that. And I will go home. I will just sit down with my family. My brother will be like, what do you read today in the Bible? I will tell them nothing. Because... I was so shy not to say anything. <laughs> and because like then at one point I was like, I can't I keep on doing that and my mind keep on telling me, keep doing this. If I play the game, if it goes well, I'll just like if it doesn't go well, I'll go to my Bible. So the only thing that keeps me going is just that word of God. It's just that word of God. The second year I went to Holland. I was before even the second year, I was like invited to the Nigeria under 23 national team. I was in the camp all through, like the whole from the beginning of the camp to the end. One week to the tournament, I was put on a standby. 
this was literally like it literally break me because I was hoping like if I could make this Olympic, maybe one day I will get the work permit to play in England. So wow. one week to the tournament, I found my name on the standby list. And you know, as a standby player, you can still go to the tournament, but your chances of playing is one if one of your teammates got injured, then you can play. But for me, that's not what I wanted. I can't I don't want to wait for my teammates to got injured before I can play. So I called my parents and I told them I've been put on, I've been dropped to, to the standby list. My dad or my mom, they didn't even know what to say. And Liverpool also was really hoping that if I make the Olympic, there might be a chance of me getting the work permit. So I called them and I explained to them like I was on the standby. They said to me, ah, then you have to come back and join another team on, on loan. So the whole team think they thought that I would go to Brazil with the team. So I came down that day, I just fly back to Nigeria. So I moved from there to Holland. And when I get to Holland, they already started the season. So I have to wait again. Like I have to wait. So the only thing that keeps me going again is I'm not playing. I go to training every day. Once I go back home, I just pick my Bible. So one one afternoon, this I want to say, yeah, like it was like I don't even know because I said to myself, like, I won't let the world know about it. Because I said I would just keep it to myself. But one day my sister used to tell me, like, you don't have to. Just do your just do your thing. I went home, I was reading my Bible again because that's the only thing that that keeps me going when I'm alone in, in Lowland all those years. So I read the Bible to a point, like, I just pick up one note one day. I just said, okay, I don't know where it comes from. I just began, I just started writing books. I just started writing. And I came up with this book myself. <laughs> but I've wait. never... <laughs> whoa, wait, wait, what's you that? Wrote a book? What's you wrote a book? I'm telling you. <laughs> Bro, um... send that book to Qatar. No. <laughs> you, know, wait, wait. you know, the, you know, the, you know, the funniest thing is, you know, the funniest thing is, I gave the book to someone that is like a pastor that I felt like he knows more about what I've written now. Mm. And I never knew like we would have this conversation today. Like when uh, John write me, I'm like, Ty, okay. I never knew. Like for me, last week, I just write him. I said, Asa, please, can I have that my book again? I just want to go through it. And he sent it to me because he also is in the UK. And he sent it to me. and. I'm looking at it like, you know, two hours. <laughs> put it on the screen. Oi, put, it, oi, put it in the center. In the center. Oh, wow. Discovery from the book of life. Yo, is that the only copy? Where can we get this book? I've not put I've not published it out to be honest. Brother, <laughs> send that book to the tower, brother, now. Hey, hey, I've got a secret book where it has colors <laughs> and he's keeping it to himself and his pastor. Man. <laughs> you know like when i was writing the book like i said to myself i will write this book this was what i said i said i will write this book i will publish it and i will let no one know that i'm the one that write it because i felt like <laughs> i felt like because is a is a there are things i put in this book like when the the pastor read it you know what he said to me he said how do you come up with all these things? 
he said to, and this was just me in Holland, Nijmegen, neck Nijmegen, like Nijmegen. Yeah, too. Look, I know Nijmegen. Yeah, I was playing there. That was in 2016, 2017. Because I go to training every day. I, sometimes I play, sometimes I'm not. What do I have to do? I just pick my Bible and I go on my laptop and I started putting things down. I started putting things down. And all of a sudden, I don't know how I come about it. A different, but everything in the book was just basically everything that 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 I read through my 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 time. And that has been like for me, that has been the push for me. That has been what I've that if people tell me. Taiwan is not going to happen. In my mind, I just I just tell them, no, it will. It will. So after the season in Nijmegen, I said to myself, like, the team got relegated again. That was a, my first two years in Europe who got relegated. I said, footballer, I'm asking myself, what next? When you go to your first two loans, you go relegated. How do you get to that Premier League that you're aiming at? I've already like started, but that book just keep telling me, with man, this is impossible. Amen. But with my God. Mm. And it, those are the like learning process for me. And those process also make me understand like God works in a miracle as well. It's not just God because he wants to make you the world best, the superstar. He might have his own plan for you in one way. So I went to all on, like after the season we go relegated. Every year we go relegated. I have to move back to Liverpool again. So I said to myself, this third year, what's going to happen? And after this book, that was the turning point. I went to wow. Belgium. I went to Belgium. Like I I joined the team the same way I joined the team in Emigan. It's not the the I joined the league is to start one week and I joined them one week uh before the league started. The first year I was just scoring. I was just scoring. I was, that was the year Liverpool gave me a new contract again. Another five years contract. Mm. I was just scoring. So the second year I went to Ghent. So it was always all the loans move. For me, it's more like a learning process for my mm. career. And at the same time, a learning process to where God is taking me to. Amen. Yeah. So that's... Wow, yeah, because through that, through that, through all those loans, you obviously you said you just mentioned you went to to Ghent and then uh, Ghent, sorry, and then you was at um, I can't pronounce this. I oh, I tried to Muscron. Yeah, Muscron. Yeah, Muscron yeah, is Mus- there. Then yeah. you back in Germany, you're playing yeah. for Mainz. Then yeah. Union Berlin. Union and Berlin. This is where. This is where it all starts to come together. Comes now. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So wow. you're, you're Union Berlin. You're there for, for on loan and you're there for another season scoring goals. And then God was like, okay, now, now you're Premier League. Nice time. Oi. Yeah. <laughs> are you listening to this? And you know what I love about this story is that you're saying this with a smile on your face because many people can talk about setbacks. Many people can look back and be like, oh, this didn't go, go for me. That didn't go for me. This should have happened. That should have happened. And then get discouraged and end up in a place where they never thought they would be in a negative way. But the way you went about your loans, the, the positive mindset that you had, the, the faith in God that you had through all of those loans, it has led you to the, the prayer that you made as a young boy 
Wow. It, it just comes full circle. And it's like, boom, you yeah. are here. And not because, like you say, it's not because God wants you to make the greatest, greatest striker known to man. As much as we would love that, it's yeah. not because and it's not because you've done anything more than anyone else. Right. Yeah. You had the faith just to believe. Please say that again. Please say that again. <laughs> it's not because I've done anything more than anyone else. Yeah. That's true. Yes. Hallelujah, right. bro. You right. it just, it is, you've been faithful. You've mm. just been faithful. And God is, uh, if we are faithful to him, how much more faithful to uh, is God going to be to us? Oh. So he's brought you all the way back round. You, and that was funny as well. Your Premier League move that you got came from Germany when in your first loan move was in Germany and you, and, you, and, you, and you got relegated. So many people could say, why would I go back there to a place where I failed? You keep yeah. going and going and it brought, it's brought you to where you are now. So, mm. yo, that is beautiful. I actually love that. You know, you know what? The, the, there's so many things in his story that we can pinpoint. There's so many things that, and I believe that every listener... There is something for every listener in the story that he's just told in the that process, because there's someone in that exact process right now that needed to hear that in that specific moment of how you shared it. And that's why it was just so powerful how you shared it. It was all about the process. And you know what I found so interesting about your process, even just to go back to Nigeria days about you walking to an hour to go to training, you know, little things like that, you're the process of going somewhere but that was out of your control however hard you worked however whatever you did you couldn't play in the premier league because there wasn't a work permit yeah whatever you did yeah. there was nothing that you could have done done yeah there was yeah. nothing you could have done because these are all logistical things that needed to happen in order yeah. for you to play and that is why we thank god um for everything and we thank god for your work ethic and everything mm -hmm. that you did you know work with you know faith without works is dead but dead. everything mm. that you did brother was you put your eyes on god again because you opened up yeah. your bible every yeah. setback that you had that i learned that i'm learning from you right now you opened <laughs> up your bible everything you went through you went back to the bible and mm. i just want to thank you for 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 your heart on this mm. because it's just so beautiful how you shared it your humble heart of how you're sharing the things that is not your power you know, mm. I also look back at my career and I'm like thinking like, why me? Mm. I played with, who Who played ahead of you in that under 21 when you were on the standby list? Oh, who was playing? Yeah, it was uh, on the other, it was uh, my, one of my friends, uh, Junior Ajayi. But unfortunately, like, he got injured again in the tournament as well. Oh. He, got, he got injured again in the tournament. Oh, so was, for me, crazy. it was... In all those process again, like I can't even. Sometimes we'll be, I will play in a, a game, like I will be like when I was in Union Berlin, I'll be like ah, I've not scored. I will just go to the toilet, say a little prayer, and then boom, I scored. <laughs> yeah, and like that was why I said, like that was why I said you should repeat that statement. Like it's not because I've done something different that mm. than any other one else. It's just because, like for me. Maybe this is just my own way of sharing my testimony. There are people that do the same thing and nothing will happen. It's not because their God is not there. He is still there. Amen. Mm. He, is, he is always there. Different, different story, different. I can, I can mention lots, lots of things that have happened. There are sometimes when I'm sitting there and I'm, of course, we are human as well. And the truth, the honest part, I find myself doing things that sometimes when I feel like, ah, as a Christian, this is not right. 
I feel bad for myself. Like God has been so faithful for you to be in this situation again. So those are things that like, I ask myself question. Like you can't joke with God as well. Mm. He said he's also like as much as he's a merciful God, he's also a consuming fire. So sometimes I ask myself series of questions like when I'm being all this by all this Bible, all this book of a thing, like when I'm putting it down, till today I'm asking myself, how come? That was why mm. I've never go out there and said. I said to myself, like when I'm writing it that it when the, the I use my pen and everything. At the back of the book, I put down, I said, I will I will not show that I'm the one that write it down. But my spirit just keep on telling me, you cannot anymore. You just have to like say it. Yeah. You, just, you are a walking <laughs> testimony. You are the walking testimony, bro. And bro, the amount of lives that you're gonna impact through this, bro. I I, I don't know about KJ, but we as ballers in God, we feel honored for you to have shared this information on here, bro. And to just share to our to the community, to the world, bro, because this is huge, and we know that it's gonna change, impact, um. Bro, every every life that's gonna be reading it, bro. So, bro, this is amazing, bro. Oh, wow. thank you, honestly, thank you for sharing that. That's what this this is what this pod is for, man. For you guys to come in here and show uh, show everyone who you really are, not just the, again, not just the footballer. Like the slogan of Ballers and God, or one of the slogans of Ballers and God is more than players. Yeah. You guys are more than players, and being able to come on this platform and and share that with us, honestly. It blesses my heart, and I'm sure it blesses many hearts of many other people as well. So, guys, just for that, smash that like button. You know what I mean? It's far and wide. People need to know that we have an author in our midst. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like, come on, guys, come on, mm -hmm. share this out to people. Let your mm -hmm. friends know uh, what is going on right now. And to, and since we are halfway, since we're at the halfway point of the show, I think it's a good time to announce what we'll be doing for you guys as well. We are doing. The infamous, the famous, the legendary Balls in God shirt giveaway from Tyro Awani himself. We love to see that. Not only is he giving us gems for the spirit, but he's giving the opportunity for one of you guys to have one of his shirts as well. So all you have to do, guys, is simply subscribe to the Balls in God page, like the video, and in the comment section below, Write down what you have been inspired most by Taiwo in this podcast. Just write down what you've been inspired most, what has inspired you, what you've learned, what you've gained from listening to this pod, and then you'll be you'll be in with a chance to sign to uh, to win a signed Taiwo Aroni shirt um, as well. So, guys, please please be get involved in that as well because he's Taiwo's just gracing us with gems after gems after gems. So we appreciate you so much for, for sharing on the show. Right, so now we are part of the story now. Nottingham Forest, you're here. Um, and like we recapped earlier in the in the pod about your the journey as a team coming up um for against adversity and overcoming. So I just want to know what was the what was that feeling like when you guys secured that secured that spot in the Premier League for the upcoming season? How did that? How did that make you feel? <laughs> uh, I think um, I will. I will. I will. I remember. Like I will. I will say. Like uh, the coach. Like uh, the coach. The gaffer used to say to us. And uh, 
he always said to us like every meeting during that process he will be like lads if you really really turn this around then you realize what you've done for yourself as a player and for your family as well because he's someone that is also very very positive even during all those difficult moments for us as a player as well and that's the thing about faith as well you just have to keep going you just have to keep on believing you just for me there are things that that i've done that i've done in my secret but like it's not something that will say like because i do this that was why we we are we are saved no but that was just my own part that was just my own testimony that was just my own going to my closet playing doing everything i felt like no because we're on the broadcast but this is something that really really happened for real and a lot of people also are in the same situation that they got relegated they might have done the same thing as well but who knows but for me i just felt very very glad and very very happy about it because i've always wanted to be in the premier league i've always wanted to play there then coming there i'm finding myself relegated i've asked myself a series of questions like how can i what what will, what will be the story for me what will be the so for me like i'm doing that last game against arsenal scoring that goal and it's just like a relief it's just like wow finally we'll save right and i have my friends calling me how oh, will who believe who believe everything will be good my family everyone will be like ah oh, my dad will be and my mom will be like just keep on believing my brother my sister they are all everyone every day just believe everything will be fine and coming out then coming out from the situation staying in the league playing another season in the premier league it's just like a fulfillment for me as a player it's something like i will cherish all the way for all the, way, all the rest of my life like it's something that i will my my kids they will go my wife they will be like don't worry everything will be fine i will tell them this is the story my my kids will, will i will tell them one day like this is something that it's something that i really 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 feel very fulfilled about to be honest hey, come on come on now i love that i love that and during okay we need to get into this because this is what people want to know as as football fans we want to know this during that run of your of your uh of your run to survival you went on the craziest scoring streak we have seen one of the craziest scoring streaks we have seen in the premier league uh, i believe it was seven consecutive games in a row that you you end up scoring for forest um what okay what happened what did you do what did you do did you eat something did you did you tell did you tell someone something like did someone give you something back? like what happened because when your team needed you it's like something switched on and you just went you just you mm-hmm. was just the main force in that happening mm-hmm. like, like <laughs> tell me <laughs> yeah to be oh for me you see i was smiling i was really really like because uh sometimes as well like when you want to tell people your story when you want to tell people i kind of find myself in a place of uh not being careful but a place where i try not to like say because i am this close to god that was why everything and at the same time is the truth <laughs> that's just the truth yeah but people in the world that we live in 
they will they will they might see it in a different way but for me i don't really bother how you see it because i know it's something that happened like doing all those ones like let me just chip in a uh like a story that was the uh that was like a man of god that came to the uk at that time and it was like we went to me and a friend of mine that is also in in ballers in god who met him and he's like a father figure in nigeria like a big 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 father figure and i met him that day with my brother and with this guy and he prayed for us you know then during his live session he said we we're driving back home because we have to train the next day and we're watching the the live on youtube then he was preaching then he, he said my my son the footballer just came to me and i see one of them scoring six goals in a match he said that after that like people know that i was there so people started commenting on my uh, instagram page ah taiwo baba said i was going to score six goals in a match so at one point when i didn't score some some guys came to my page and they are sending me the same opposite word again and this is this is this is the spiritual part for me mm. he said six goals in a match then but look at how the all goes turns around sometimes when you hear a word we as a christian is only christian that can interpret what they mean then this guy that keep on coming to my page then they forgot but for me i see it as a testimony immediately he said that word i claim it when we're driving back a friend of mine can testify to this thing that I was that i was saying then i went back got injured when during the injured uh process again then like for me another church like this one was someone that i followed throughout all my days in in berlin like is a is more than a uh pastor to me like i see him like a it say it discussed everything about pertaining to to god and godliness and um they came to uk like it was colonial they came to uk i know we're struggling this is how i see i know my team is struggling and i know the only place i i see light is through this my believing god that was why i said i may be skeptical in saying those words and at, at that point they come into the uk and i saw it like colonia in the uk wow i'm going you no one can stop me man i have to drive after training i, I drive to manchester comba go comba for the uh, for the all day my brother is calling me on the phone like you sure you're going to be fine you're training you have to because i know where my strength comes from amen hmm. Hmm. and i went there like i met i met pastorna like because pastorna was singing as well then pastorna said to me like ah when you scored your goal i scored i saw your bible verse some three verse two it lay me down and sleep i awake for the lord sustain me then pastorna said to me that god will sustain you then we went to apostle as well he saw me and said ah, it's like Tyro. 
every player now is only the one that scored that the world knows. And he said, I pray that your God will help you to keep on scoring. So those are things that happen in the secret that no one knows about. And that's my own faith. That's my that's my own belief. And that's why I keep to that. It has really been happening like I've seen it happen, 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 and again, and again, and again. Sometimes, like, when I go on my Instagram page, like, I wanted to post something. Like, I just, mm. my mind would just tell me, post the Bible first. Some people would tell me, tell me, you don't have to do that every time. Tell us sometimes about the game. And I'll be like, this was what my mind leads me to post. <laughs> wow. So, like, that was just how it all happens for me the old goals coming and everything like I cannot really like explain like mm-hmm. it was but that was what I did when all those things was like that. That's so I cannot go I cannot come to the world and said there's something else that I've done that I've really really mm-hmm. done things that I have to tell people what happened. And that was just the truth for me. Another person might have done the same thing. But that was just maybe my God showing me my whole mercy as at that time. Amen, bro. Amen. You know, you know what's a common theme that I've noticed with you, Taiwo, and it's it, I, I, Ken just touched on it before, but it, it's so admirable to hear like you, your work rate, your determination, your drive. I've, I've not it's I've not heard anything like it. I'm not gonna be honest. From from your young boy, you're walking hours. To and from training, you're you're made it a professional footballer, but yet still, there's something that you hear that is happening that you need to be at, and you're driving up and down the country same day, training everything going on. You don't care. You're still gonna make it. Wherever is on your heart, you go after it. And you go after it with full passion and desire. I I can just not I, I can't do anything but just admire that kind of that kind of discipline that kind of strength that kind of drive and and obedience mm. as well like it takes real obedience to to do something like that so yeah like God bless you and keep keep mm. doing that honestly keep mm. doing that I know God's going to use you in even more powerful ways because you're you've got the servant heart you've got the willing heart to to go and do what needs to be done no matter where or how what effect it might have on you you're just gonna go and do it so yeah like kendra i don't know about you but just seeing just hearing that just and it's just a constant thing in the entire in the entire yeah. his entire life it's like, so powerful bro just to add on what you just shared as well brother like mm-hmm. you mentioned how you know where your strength comes from yeah. and when you said that it was like oh <laughs> you know sometimes we can we can think oh we need to do an extra 10 10 push-ups, an extra 10, extra 10 pull-ups, you know, <laughs> oh, we need to do some shooting after training, because I need to do some shooting after training, and I'm not saying these things aren't good, but we know where our strength comes from, and that has yeah. just encouraged me to continue to go to the source, to continue yeah. to go to where you get your strength from, and really go to them places, because that is where we're really gonna um, access the power, 
you know, access the power. And I just want to thank you, bro, for sharing this because this is, as it's a wake-up call for me, I know that it's a wake-up call for all the listeners that are that are listening to this, brother, um, um, to your obedience, to your story, to the things that you've experienced. You know, just to hear the setbacks that you're going, that you went through, and to hear the joy that comes out of your mouth um, as you share it is just, it's just a testimony in itself, bro. Um, and that's And that's what it's all about. You know, something that I... That I'm that I'm very interested in as well, brother. Is you know you get you you mentioned how um, you know growing up and stuff you know financially wasn't so so good for you. You know you you, you didn't come from um, from a we- from wealth. You yeah. know and as and as wealth has now you know found found you. How how has that really? How is that for you? You know how is that that process for you? Yeah, uh, I think uh, for me, uh, like I said, you you should know where your strength comes from. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, in all honesty, in all honesty, this is just me. This is me being being plain and direct. I think those learning process, all those years, it kind of trigger and teach me a lot of things to life as well. And that's the truth. And I believe that's how God works. He brings you through process. And during those process, you need, as a Christian as well, you need to keep on observing, like, what is it like for me? I have just, I'm, everyone that knows me from my city knows me like I'm literally nothing. I came from nothing. Everyone knows. I, I have a friend that will tell me, all my friends will still keep contact. Like sometimes we'll talk on video call and they'll be like, mm. hey, shut up. Don't forget you are like the poorest <laughs> among us. Like a phone. <laughs> and, and it but like when you ask me that that questions now, like the thing that comes to my mind is this, like, I think God helped me, like, in a way, like, you see all those fame, all those money. No, because I'm not saying I'm rich. I'm still hoping I will be who I wanted to be one day. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's more better than who I, who I was before. And this God that will serve, like, he kind of gives you this perspective. Those things are nothing. In my own way of growing up, learning to, to be honest with you, Kent, I see it as nothing. And that is not because we're on the podcast. The fame, the money, everything is nothing. We'll leave it. We'll, we'll, that's just the truth. And that's why I said, like, in the beginning of the podcast, like, through those process, I've discovered this God is not someone you serve for those things. Yes. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I'm not where I am today and it still brought me those process, I will still tell the world who he is. Mm. God forbid bad things to happen today or tomorrow or something. No one mm. knows. Only God knows. I will still tell the world this story over, over and over again. Amen. You know what? There's just, there's just a scripture that comes to my heart as you just shared that. It's like, it is no longer I who live 
but Christ that Christ lives in me. Lives in me. And and yeah. that is just what I just see within you, brother. And oh man, it's it gives me, it gives me, <laughs> you know, it, God is so evident through what you're sharing and how you're sharing it is 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 really, really beautiful to see. Um because you know, when you're on this journey of uh, in you know having that relationship with the lord and going fully into that and, and you end up giving your life to christ and and you're in that journey um i i i remember part of my journey was like i i was i had a conversation with one of my friends yeah. yesterday and I, and i grew up like i didn't have a lot of friends i did i always desired friends and i always desired someone that you know that was that to be my friend and I remember, like, as I was going through this journey within fighting a friend, I was like, it got to a point where, as I gave my life to Christ, Christ revealed to me that he's my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just so interesting, like, to hear your, you know, to hear your story, how that, how I go back into my journey and how I, how Christ manifests through my life and how he's impacted my heart. Um, and I know he's just doing it through all the listeners, bro. So again, I'm just grateful, man. I'm just grateful for you to just sharing the things that you're sharing because there's there's testimonies that are flying and there's things that are that are breaking um, within me. So I'm sure there's breaking within within the listeners as well, brother. So just wanted to just reflect that, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Kenji. And thank you, Tara, for, for everything that you're doing. Don't worry, people. This ain't me wrapping up the show. We've still got a little bit of time left before we head out. Um, Okay, so we talked. We, Nigeria's been spoke about a lot, uh, and rightly so. Obviously, it's where you're from and you, where your family are, and you you, you go the, back there to sometimes re- you, throughout your life to retreat, to to reflect and meditate and go again. But coming up in the life of the Nigerian national team is the Afcon. The Afcon is coming up. Oh yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, in in the next in in the, in the January and. Nigerian He's now. not on standby anymore, bro. I don't rest no more standby. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen. Hey, no, more st- <laughs> no more standby. No more waiting for someone to get injured today. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, in, with that coming up, the Nigerian national team, this, this, time, this year coming, has got some real talent in there. You know what I'm saying? Some real mm. talent. Yourself. Especially in the attacking department. Uh, attacking department. Mm. You have yourself you've got gif orban who plays for again he's, he's a young player coming through okay a premier league player that uh was uh, championship now but played in the premier league Kletsi Iniacho, who's been he's, he's mm. a very solid talented Ooh. player samuel <laughs> chakwezi who's currently at um ac milan uh adiyama lookman victor boniface who's creating waves in germany uh moses simon so many and then obviously you can't forget the currently the big guy for Nigeria right now, which is Victor Ossiman, uh, who plays out there for Napoli. Um, just want to know, like, how are you feeling with this, like, this squad of players? How do you feel like you guys are gonna do in the Afghan? Yeah, oh, for us, like, uh, you know, like we have this, like, I use uh, we we have this conversation, like most of us, like we used to say. For me personally, and when we're together, like this last that you just mentioned, like we literally like bunch of lads that that play through all the age group, age group. Wow. Like for me, for Kelechi Natural, like 
it was when after our said we won the World Cup, Victor Osimhen and Chukwueze won it. Victor Boniface also was part of uh, Victor Osimhen's set as well. Wilfred Indidi was part of our set. Uh, Murphy also was part of our set. So yes, Murphy as well. Murphy. So it's kind of like it's a bunch of lads that we we grew up together. Like we like one or two years been together in the age group. So we all see ourselves up there now. But oh the joy for me is. I I don't say like we don't go there to to I don't think we come there for fighting up for the shirt. Mm. You need to see the the happiness, the the relationship we build in that squad. And that's the thing for me. That's the thing I uh, I'm hoping like if those things translate like translate into the field of play, is amazing. Man. This guy will be the starting point for the Nigerian national team. Hey, come on, come on. Yeah, because this is quite like you can anyone can play, everyone can play, everyone can be there, mm. anyone can be there, and that's the good thing about the the Nigerian national team now. When you look at the names you've just, you've just mentioned, man, I think every nation is saying that not being too too proud or they will be like, whoa. Hey, hey, <laughs> tell them again, hey, tell them again. Oh, <laughs> Hey, oh, I've seen, man. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some of my teammates like we came back from the national team, and he said to me like, "Hey, Taiwo, I look at the bench. Taiwo out, Boniface in, Boniface in, Taiwo out, oh. Simon out, Chukweze in." He, he, my teammate, he said, he was like, Ooh. "So Afcon, I believe like it's something with all humility. It's something we all as a player." Are open to put in mind, like do everything for the country, like it doesn't matter. And of course, I think twenty-five or twenty-four player needs to be there as well. It just boils down to the to the coach to make the decision as well. I don't think it's a thing you can say. Uh, I am I have guaranteed. I have a guaranteed place there. Yeah. No one have a guaranteed place. Everyone is just working towards it. Hopefully, we'll make it to the to the tournament. I believe. With God, with the help, and with hard work, everyone wants to be there. Every player wants to be there. But look at the striker that you just mentioned. Wow. Not everyone will be there. That's yeah. certain. We need to be honest. But yeah. it doesn't matter who is there for the country. I believe they're going to make the country proud. Amen, bro. Hey, and hey, shout out to my brother as well, my Bruno, left back. Boy, yeah, Bru Bruno, strong. <laughs> Very strong and fast. Very strong. Hey, bro, I played with him for last season. We played together yeah. on the left side. We were strong, wow. man. Wow. I don't need to defend that. I think Bruno said, go, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's my that, Shout yeah. out to Bruno. Shout out to yeah. Bruno. Yeah, you know what? People actually outside of Nigeria as well love the Nigerian national team because you guys get the waviest kits, bro. Your kits are always wavy, bro. They're always stylish yeah. and cool. Yeah, man. man, I got a couple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, man. Lit, lit, lit. Yeah, man. Oh, honestly, it's been a, it's been an amazing podcast. I've been enjoying it very. So we we'll come towards the end of the show. We've got some couple more questions for Tyro, and then we'll be out of here. Uh, thank you so much for you guys for tuning in for so long. But yes, so this one's actually a question from John. This yeah. is a question from John. And he goes, what impact uh, preachers like Apostle Joshua uh, Salmon 
um, has had on you? Like, what kind of impact has has, has, he, has he had and other <laughs> preachers had? Yeah, for me, uh, uh, for uh, for Apostle, like. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh I think uh the impact that he had for me on my life personally is something huge. Because during the course of this book that I was writing, I'll tell you, I was on my laptop. I was putting the finding different things just to join up. You know, when you're writing something, you just go on the internet, search for different things. I just come up, I just find myself in a podcast. I just hear that man like saying, a time will come, the whole world will hear about us. And they don't pay to be on the radio station. I don't know. I, it was a mix here. I, it was now that I even know it's called a mix here. As at that time, I don't know how I jump into that, into that conversation on my laptop. So after the conversation, after the, the that was the word I picked. A time will come the whole world will hear about this mission called Colonia. That was the only word I picked from that conversation. So it was then I moved to Belgium. I moved to Germany. Then I just saw like Colonia in Abuja. And I based in Abuja. Colonia in Abuja. Then it's ringing in my ear like, you remember that mix here that you listened to that time? That was the preacher. Since then, I've been following him. I've been listening to every word. And every word is trying like break loose for me. Like every word that they preach, like it's something that I can't really explain. Like I have to like say to myself, when uh, when I have to move to to uh, to Germany as a permanent move, as a permanent move, my pastor in Lauren, my church is normally like Christ Apostolic Church CAC. My pastor prayed for me and he said to me, just go. I believe that God will never leave you. Then I was to fly to to Greece to to meet with the owners and everything. Then I said to myself, I, when I was to sign for Union Berlin, it was not even before the Nottingham Forest. My pastor says, "Just go. I believe everything will work out for good." And I've not really watched Apostle preach in life. Then I said to myself, because the truth is, then I know I was going with Liverpool for for training camp, but I know I'm living permanent. Mm. I know. I my mind tells me. But when I, I already decided like no, I know. But everyone was like, okay, it's going with the training camp, maybe I already have the work permit anyway. But I know I'm not playing in Liverpool. I know I'm signing for Union Berlin. So they called me, they said, ah, you have to go to the training camp in Austria. And I have to fly like on I think on Monday. And I'm staying in Lauren. I said to myself, I'm not leaving this place until I watch Apostle preach life. And because I've really watched him on, on video a lot of times. So I fly down to Abuja. I was just, I went there late and the whole place is already full. I was sitting outside. And then it, one of the one, one of the ushers saw me, he was like, ah, Taiwo. I said, yes. Then I said to him, please, I have a request. He said, what? I said, I'm traveling tomorrow. I said, and it's a long time I've really watched Apostle on the screen. Please, I just look for the opportunity like to watch him like live preaching. Then he said, okay, maybe you can come with me. I follow him and he literally put me where I was seeing Apostle first over. 
and that was the turning point for me. Wow. Oh, that was the point. I met him, he prayed for me, and I can remember everything he said, but I cannot really say everything now. Yeah. So so it was a great impact, I'll be honest. It was really with my pastor in Lauren, with opposed to well, it was really amazing impact they had in my life as a Christian. <laughs> Oh, oh, beautiful man beautiful beautiful <laughs> beautiful yeah no, i love that i love the, the the relationships you can build uh in the body of christ you know like it's it, they're, they're special relationships that you can build whether it's with your pastors or or maybe some some from your close friends around you you know um it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing to see um yeah well a couple of more quick fire these are the quick fire <laughs> ones now you no, know what i mean good. so here we go um <laughs> one of your favorite moments in your career I think uh, when we won the under 17 World Cup. Hey, come on now. When we won the under 17 World Cup. What is your favorite Bible verse? Matthew 6 33. Which says? Uh, Six for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. Amen. Amen, amen. Um, the the toughest opponent you have faced. Who as a player or as a team? As a as a player, as a player. Like uh, one individual player you came up Ma- against, you just like tough. Manuel Akanji, Man City. Ooh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Nice. Interesting. Uh, if if you could, if you could witness a biblical event live, firsthand, you're there. What 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 would you see? If I could do what? If you could watch if like you could go back in time. So if you could go back yeah. in time and watch something happen, like uh, Moses splitting the water, or oh, uh, like no, no, no. like, like what would event, you want to watch yeah. live in the Bible? Live, yeah. I think when the 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 water on the ark, like when the water when the water yeah. on the ark. Like that was something I really wanted. Yo, man would want to see the flood, you know. <laughs> man said he wanted to see the flood. I hope you were yeah. in the ark, bro. Yeah. No, like when the when the water settles down and the ark comes comes down, yeah. and Moses literally opens the the ark like for the for the man after the flood. Like, oh, yo, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've never thought that. Imagine that you're standing there with the massive ship, yeah? all these random animals just come from coming in from the from the forest and that. Like, yeah, I get it. I actually see the vision with that one. I see the vision. That would be mad. Yo, yo, that's mad. Um, here we go. Here's a good one. We love doing this one. Uh, your ultimate five-a-side team. So you can pick any player from any era, five players, one goalkeeper, four outfield players. Who would you pick to form your five-a-side team? Five oh, nice thing. Goalkeeper. I will go for oh Dean Anderson. Oh wow. Yeah. I like that. Goalkeeper, I'll go for central defense. I'll go for Manuel Akonji. Okay. Yeah. Four player. Yeah, yeah. So you got you got three you got three outfield players left. Including myself, right? Yeah, you can have yourself in your Hey, all time, man. You can have anyone you want. Up front, I'll go for uh, Victor Simeone. And I'll put uh, 
Kelechi in a chubby and us. Wow, all out attack. And present day as well. Forget this past business. We're going now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I like that. I love that. I, like I love that. that. That's probably the most creative. <laughs> that's the most creative uh, five side we've made. You know what I mean? Everyone <laughs> normally goes, well, now, though, the uni. Nah, me and the, me and the man, them. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go. I, like <laughs> I want to change mine. I want to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yo, we love that. Um, two more, and then we're out of here. Um, what advice would you give to young ballers in Christ that are trying to make it now? For me, uh, the first one will always be believe in God with your last breath. Just believe in God. Work so hard as much as you can and be patient. Those three words will be my key words for them. And lastly, I'll be like, they should never give up give up on their dream. They should keep on dreaming. Amen. 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 I love that. And the last one here is uh what do you think of the Ballers in God platform? Um, what would you say about it? I think uh for me they are in the light already. And the light always shine in darkness. So I think we all should just keep on going about it. We all should just keep on believing, keep on shedding the light because that's part of what we're here for. We're here to make a difference. And I believe everyone should keep on doing that. Amen. Love that, bro. Love, Love that. that, bro. And as and as Ballers in God, you know, we um, as a part of Ballers in God, we want to thank you for obviously coming on. Um, and sharing your heart and sharing the things that you that you've experienced and the things that God is really doing in your heart and and honestly we are blessed to have um, had you in this time and in this space as well um, to really share that and you've shared that so humble hum, humbly um, and so beautifully as well brother and we want to just thank you um, and as a part of um, the community ballers in God how can we as a community also pray for you like is there anything specific that you would um like that yeah for me uh i would just i would just uh like i always said i think uh i'll just uh pray for my family uh mm. my amazing wife my lovely kids and uh mostly i just always request like god's wisdom and his mercy wow we love if that. they can do that for me every time, I would really appreciate. And I must give a shout out to uh, Valentino also, who is part of the Ballers in God, because yeah. we met in the national team, and it was true him I foresee the Ballers in God shame part. Hey, yeah. So, so, and I, I, I collected it for him, and he said to me. I only want something. When you score, just make sure you celebrate with it. And I remember, like, I did that in the cup, and that was really something. And okay. because it was amazing, to be honest, ballers in God. Uh, you know, I keep saying, not because I'm on the podcast, like, it's just amazing. It's just amazing sharing light to people, bringing, bringing lives, because this... Ballers and go what they're doing is just amazing. I can I can go on and on and on and on and on because 
I I I feel like a lot of people are learning from this. A lot of people are seeing what the world is is all about. A lot of people are gaining more more experience because I have a chat with Valentino, like the the morning prayer, the meetings, and everything. Yeah, these are these are great, man. These are you. We never know. We never know. It might be times that we are in our lowest point. It might be time where we are struggling. It might be those meetings that are really bringing us up. Those prayer, those words. So that's that's just how life is. And for for you guys to come up with all this, you never know how many lives have changed. Uh, every Amen. day in training, I see Anthony in training with the ballers and gold socks. Yeah, you seeing that seeing that course alone is something yeah. like remind you of something. So mm -hmm. those are those are things that those are impact. Those are impact that that those are things that is beyond money for me. They are beyond mm -hmm. material things. They are being they are is that's why I said for me I see it as the light. And once we all keep on shining the light, it's something that that will never dim by God's grace. Amen. 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 Well, we, before you go, uh, we'd love to pray for you. Uh, Kenji, if you could do us the honors of, of praying for Tyway before we for leave. For sure. For sure. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for ballers in God. We thank you so much for this platform, Heavenly Father. And Lord, as Tyway has just come on here and shared the things that were on his heart to share, Heavenly Father, we pray that your will Will, has been done today heavenly father lord we just want to pour back into tyro the things that um he has just poured out to us heavenly father and i pray that you will pour back into him as well right now from the sound of my voice lord lord i pray that you will bless his family i pray that you will strengthen their his relationship with his wife heavenly father that you continue to just be the center of every single area of his life as well heavenly father that even the scripture that he's just wonderfully shared was seek first the kingdom of god and everything will be added heavenly father we thank you for that lord we thank you for his encouragement lord we thank you that um you are keeping him that you are that you are in his life lord and you continue to manifest everywhere he goes heavenly father that he will be the light and the soul wherever he steps heavenly father that in his changing room on the pitch we pray for more testimonies we pray for more goals more assists more man and match um, performances not for his own gain but for your gain heavenly father for you to be glorified in heaven we pray also for wisdom heavenly father not with knowledge but wisdom wisdom from heaven to come upon him lord and your grace to guard his heart heavenly father we thank you for his life may you bless him abundantly in all areas of his life in jesus name we pray amen Amen. 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 Oh, what a blessing and an honor and a privilege it's have wow. uh, it, it has been to have Tyro with us today. It's been an amazing pod. Um, I really have enjoyed this. Kenji has. I hope you've enjoyed it too, Tyro. No, I really uh, enjoyed it. I can uh, stay here yeah. all my life, man. the best conversation, man. I just also wanted to share if there's any footballer, semi pro, pro football that's listening to this. Please reach out to us. You know, there's Ballers in God. It's not just a podcast. It's also not just this Instagram page. We have we are a community and we are a place where we can come together every Wednesday um, where that will be our main meeting on Zoom. And we also have fellowship where we go, you know, regional hubs. Uh, we have Bible studies on Sunday. And as Tywa shared, we pray every morning from seven to half seven. So if there if 
that is something that you want to, that you're interested in, please message uh, the Ballers in God page. Say you want in and um, and one of the leaders will, will definitely be in touch and we will welcome you with open arms uh, to come and be amongst brothers um, on the same mission as you to glorify our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And and if you are not a footballer, but you love uh, the Ballers in God uh, page and the platform, support us in different ways. Support us by obviously following the, the Instagram page. Uh, that much is uh, that is great. Go and get some merch, get some uh, get some shin pads, grip socks, some hats out there as well. Get all of that. If you can on YouTube, subscribe to the Ballers in God YouTube page. Like this video, share this video out there, share the podcast. Same with Spotify. Make sure you get your like the podcast. Make sure you're out there getting updates for every time we are uh, upload a podcast onto Spotify. And also, we are sponsored by 316 Clothes. So if you can also go over to that page, like, subscribe, follow that page on um, on uh, Instagram, and buy some clothes people they are fashionable they are silky they are smooth they are comfortable kenji is wearing a shirt right now and how does it look look how good it looks look how good he looks in that shirt and the hat <laughs> so guys make sure you go over to 316 clothes get your hats get your shirts get your shorts get all the clothes you need from there and also remember it is not just a clothing brand it is also a movement in christ as well so your support is very much needed in that to keep where fashion and uh, uh faith meet that's where we'd love to uh get your support there as well guys so guys thank you so much for listening to the pod uh, it's been an absolute pleasure and a joy and make sure all of you have a wonderful wonderful week and we'll see you again soon thank you god bless <laughs>